0: This is the WOKV Spotlight
1: on 104.5 WOKV. 10 after it comes down to turnout in You Decide 2023.
0: I'm your change candidate.
1: We'll be able to hit the ground running day one. Donna Deegan and Daniel Davis are expected to spend much of today doing what you would expect political people to do, drumming up support, waving at cars, honking, trying to get people to honk at them, vote for them. A final push for uh, voting today as polls are open until 7 p.m. They're likely even making some phone calls to supporters Uh, WOKV political analyst Jerry Holland will be part of our coverage tonight, the moment that the polls close at 7 p.m. Important to clarify, Jerry, that you're vacating an office that is up for a decision tonight, property appraiser, and moving into the office of supervisor of elections. So a little bit of change coming your way. First off, what do you see is the overall turnout story. Uh, Mike Hogan believes it'll be in the neighborhood of 35 to 37 percent. You see it the same way?
0: I see it a little bit lower than that, about 30 percent, you know, based on the projections and where we're at, you know, in the first hour, I'd say we'll be close to 30%.
1: And, and you base that off of how we look the first hour and also the 19% early voting turnout. Does that seem to favor a party or a candidate in some of the races like mayor, property appraiser, and the city council at large?
0: The overall turnout necessarily doesn't favor one or the other. Obviously, what I'm looking at right now is is the gains the Republicans will make throughout the day on, I mean, they've... I think they had an 800-plus uh, voter gain in the first hour. So at that rate, that would be about a 9,600, uh, you know, vote gain over the election day, uh, where the Democrats started with uh, almost 6,000 vote uh, lead. You know, of Democratic voters voting uh, more than Republican voters, that will diminish during the day, and that's what everyone will watch and see. You know, how close that will come, and at what point will the Republicans? probably, as they have done in other times, go ahead on their number of voters.
1: You've covered politics in the city for a very, very long time as a former city council member, supervisor of elections, now property appraiser. What are some of the storylines or locations around the 186 precincts that might portend how the results ultimately go tonight in terms of uh, who's turning out or not turning out ultimately uh, with tonight?
0: That'll be something. and, And, of course, now with the the ability to actually watch per precinct reporting, we'll be able to really see are, you know, are the inner city, are they coming to the polls? Is that going to help anything? The other thing I'm really watching is the undervotes tonight, because in the first election for mayor, 396 people went to the polls, but didn't vote for mayor in this election today. uh, How many undervotes could very well relate to those voters who had voted for a different Republican candidate but was maybe upset because of the negativity of you know for their candidate and said, Okay, I'm gonna go vote, I always vote, but I'm not gonna vote for, you know, either mayor or candidate. Watching that number may be a telltale t- sign. If that never goes somewhere above a thousand, that's probably not good for the Republican candidate, because that's probably some of those voters who supported someone else who is not going to vote for their Republican candidate.
1: This is called the Duval Unitary General, and uh, we know from covering these elections in the past that these are set to be nonpartisan, but the partisanship of politics just is what it is. How crucial for either Daniel Davis or Donna Deegan in the race for mayor or Republican and Democrat in the other races are those NPA, no party affiliation voters? Uh,
0: very important. I mean, you're obviously going to see somewhere around, I think in the first election, we were close to, uh, 17,000. We've already got 14, almost 15,000 have voted so far. Uh, counting the other parties really close that number has already been met, uh, this morning. What I saw in the first election in March, they broke about 54% to the democratic candidates and 46% to the Republican candidates. So again, that that's another factor that the Democrats will be looking at, looking for that lean that has been leaning toward them. So they'll probably pick up somewhere between 1,500 and 2,000 plus votes on on those uh, no party
1: affiliation and other parties. You're looking forward to tonight? I think it's going to be a close one.
0: You know, Uh, as they always used to say, you know, the election prayer was, doesn't matter who wins, just don't let it be close. This one's going to be close. You know,
1: and you're not in the seat just yet. So you don't have to sweat it out too much. Right No, And you know, no matter uh, who's in the seat,
0: what you're waiting for is to see all those precincts report, you know, the 186 and it always, it never fails. There's one or two that couldn't download, has to bring in their thumb drives and those, you know, makes the candidates wait on the edge of the seat going, why haven't we got all the reports? You know, so it will be interesting. And also that beaches referendum could drive a little bit more turnout out there at Jack's Beach. So that'll be interesting to watch also.
1: Well, we will be on the air here beginning at 7 o'clock. Rich Jones alongside our political analyst, the incoming supervisor of elections, the outgoing property appraiser in Duval County, will serve as our political analyst uh, for tonight. Jerry Holland, will hear from you beginning at 7, and we'll have Stephen Ponson with the, candidate, uh, the Republican pr- uh, candidate for mayor, uh, Daniel Davis, and Chase Bunker will be with Democratic candidate Donna Deegan tonight.